Some say he's a technical whiz. Some say he was born in Cornwall. While some say that he's on a journey. It's the journey. And here's your host, David Hackett. Welcome to another journey, everyone. Today we're meeting a well, it says meet your coach, but he's not a soccer coach, football coach, whatever coach. He's going to explain that in a, in a minute. David Hernandez is the founder of Body by Purpose, creator of the Elite Champion Fitness Academy, and host of the podcast Listen, You're Not Defeated. And that's available, I believe, I hope I'm right in saying, in most podcasts like Apple, Google. Its life's mission is to empower over one million people to live a better life, healthy, fit and free. He believes in one core component in everything he teaches, providing value so that men and women can learn the principles needed to achieve a healthy, fit and fulfilling life. And I'll let him talk about the next part, but welcome to the journey. David Enendez. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate that introduction. Thanks for uh, <laughs> the opportunity to uh, to be on your show. No worries. So, as I was saying before I started recording, everyone's got a life story and everyone's got a journey. That's the whole purpose of a journey because mm-hmm. journey is about life. Right. And from the next part, which I didn't read, and this goes back to your early years. What made you lift, and I will say the part of it, you lost your childhood best friend. How did that feel? Terrifying. It was uh, one of the the worst moments of my life leading up to that point. You know, I had a childhood best friend and we did everything together to kind of paint you a picture. I was the skinny athletic one and he was more of the non-athletic, a little bit huskier type of, uh, of young man. And he always struggled with trying to fit in and just accepting himself because he was a little bit heavier set and he wasn't kind of the, the, the most athletic, uh, individual. So he, he struggled with his weight growing up. He struggled with, um, finding acceptance with himself because of his weight and just not fully loving himself in that state. And I remember growing up, we did everything together. We played sports together. I would inspire him from a young age. I was into sports and just kind of the whole nutrition side of things. I got really inspired with uh, the first bodybuilder magazine I was given. And I just got fascinated with with a physique, right. Of like how the body could become so incredibly, um, structured to, to develop this muscularity and, and, and that sport of, of bodybuilding. So as that journey went on, I, I would encourage him to, to take care of his health and to fall in love with health for himself, right. To find longevity of life. And, so all that through middle school, high school, we graduated and we went our separate ways. I moved to Florida, to Miami to study nutrition and culinary arts, and he stayed in Texas. And three years after that, within that journey, 
I got a phone call one day that um, he had passed away. And he had gotten so obese, he had gotten his weight had gotten so out of control that he was so desperate to get the weight off that he got a gastric bypass surgery. Two days later, he got an infection and he died. That's so it was, yeah, thank you. It was, it was uh, the worst news I'd ever got. And so once that happened, I started beating myself up because I thought I could have done more. I you know I. I started to blame myself. Why didn't I do this? Why didn't you do that? Why didn't you help him? And so after about eight months of shaming and beating myself up, I had to realize that there was really not much more I could have done. I did my best. I helped him as best as I could. And it just turned out that um, he just didn't find the fight within him to really change his identity, to really change himself as a person. So in that moment, I started questioning, well, what could I have done differently? If I had the possibility, what could I have done? And realizing and kind of looking at his story, I realized that there were a lot of missing links that weren't in place to really help him change his lifestyle. And so in that moment, I said, I made a commitment to myself that as long as I could help somebody, or if I knew of somebody struggling with the same issues that my best friend was going through, I wanted to do everything I could to help them avoid what he went through, ultimately death, right? Mm -hmm. And so from that moment, that's where my kind of quest in the health side of things started becoming more evident for me. I've always been on my own health journey. I'd always been seeking kind of to the competing side to getting in bodybuilding, but I started to view it in a totally different way. And I started exploring things to really figure out what people struggle with, why they struggle with that, and how can we actually help them get out of that place. Yeah. And that kind of led me to identifying, well, what are some of these root issues that people are struggling with, right? Mm. And looking at my best friend, I realized that the missing piece, the missing conversation in health is really the relationship with food that people are having. It's really stemming from their own relationship and their own psychological understanding that they have with food that is influencing them and literally shaping them to become who they are today. Hmm. Because when we look at when we look at health, the thing that we all have in common is food. And food is what literally drives our body. It's what gives it the energy. It's what impacts our mood. It's what helps us with performance. It literally keeps us alive, right? Yeah. So when I would look at the story of my best friend, I quickly realized that his relationship with food, no matter how hard he tried, it's not that he didn't want to release weight or to change his life. It's just that he wasn't able to because he never adopted a healthy relationship with food in the first place. So the root cause of his situation was the way he was viewing food and the way he was interrelating and interacting with food every single day. Yeah. Because his relationship was an unhealthy one. Every choice that he made was unhealthy, which led him as a consequence to become overweight 
then impacting his health, then impacting his his self-confidence, which ultimately led him to a desperate choice that led to his grave. Yeah. So because everyone's relationship with food and overall health is different. Do you think if it, you stayed where you were, where he was, do you think he would have helped him and prevented this from happening? Had I known this information then? Yeah. I believe so. Absolutely. Because I believe that when we're able to change this relationship with food, right? First, understanding that what I'm doing is direct consequence or in direct alignment with my identity. So when we look at the things we are doing, they literally are the evidence or they're expressing who you are and how you view yourself and the identity that you've taken for yourself. So if we change that relationship and we, and I were to help him identify and look at, look, this food choice that you have isn't a choice of a healthy person. And if we want to live healthy, we have to make some different choices and guide him to establish a healthier relationship with food. Well, that's going to change his identity. That's going to change who he is. That's going to change his belief about himself and ultimately help him to go down the road of living that healthy life. Yeah. So you started being, um, you graduated from university, college, or school. Um, it says, um, you said you began to understand the struggle that came from living at a healthy lifestyle. And you began to see how much friends were suffering, his death devastated you so much. And you decided, right, friend, friend, did it out knowing from the friend, your friend's death that it helped you build to where you are now? A hundred percent. I think had it not been for that situation, I don't know if I'd be pursuing what I'm pursuing right now. I believe there are certain circumstances in our life that can either destroy us or they can help us shape or build ourselves up. And it's really about perspective in my experience, because I think we can all relate to having a devastating experience at some point in our life. My choice from that was I could have stayed beating myself up and blaming myself or I could have changed the perspective, which I did, was to view this as an opportunity of, well, I can't change the past, but I can do something about the future. And so I, I often describe it as how my darkest moment became my triumph, right? One of my triumphant moments that helped me find my purpose, that helped me find meaning to my life, reemphasizing the importance of health for me but also yeah. to be able to look at it through a lens of, well, how can we help others? How can we take this experience and what I learned from the situation? Because we always learn from experiences, right? And it's an yeah. opportunity for us to learn if we choose to look at them as a learning moment. And 
learning from that now has allowed me to be able to see health completely different and help people with so many of the same situations that my best friend was dealing with. Hmm. So going into today, how do you find how people react now when you try and coach them? Because obviously everyone has different ways of coping with things being told to them. And yeah, do you find that it can be difficult because people are in self-denial? That that's probably the most difficult part. I think you hit the the nail on the head with that. Until a person really comes to an honest state in their life where they recognize and realize, yeah, I, I, I have some struggles here. This has become a problem for me, right? Whether that might be stress eating, emotional eating, some food addictions, or just you you've lost control with your ability to choose healthy foods or to take control of how much food you consume till the person doesn't get to that place to be honest with themselves. It's hard to coach them. It's really hard to help them overcome any of these adversities or challenges um, in their life. So yes, that that's probably, um, the most sensitive part of this coaching because it is a sensitive topic in many people's lives, right? It, it, mm. it can bring some shame. It can bring some embarrassment when we're talking about being, you know, overweight or just having habits that are causing you to lose control of your ability to choose or having some type of food addiction, whether that's um, overeating or even anorexia, right? So they're, they're, there is the spectrum can go far right or far left any way you want to look at it, but it's really about the person getting to a place of being comfortable to just recognizing there's a struggle there. So you now sharing the tools, you've got a podcast of your own, which I have listened to one episode and I do find it inspiring. It's, it's you share the tools you learned from your 15 years of experience in the health and fitness industry to help students overcome stress, eating, release, release rate, and change their lives forever in the mind, body, and spirit. Now, right. for people who truly understand about how fitness works, understand the mind, body, and spirit, but for anyone who's still unsure of what mind, body, and spirit is, can you just clarify what that is? Absolutely. Everything starts with our belief. Everything starts with our thoughts. And based on our thoughts and our belief is what we're going to do, right? And so the spiritual side of things and who we are starts with, well, what are we believing about ourselves? What is true for me? Do I believe that I am a unhealthy, overweight person that, that hates their life? If that is true for you, then your body is going to believe that therefore the actions that you take are going to be of a person that is unhealthy, overweight, and hates life. Yeah. So when we're looking at our, our state of life today, our body is going to be a direct reflection of our beliefs and also of the, 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 the things that we do right, of our identity, of our makeup. 
So these three components are essential to have in place because if we're only trying to do one thing, let's say I'm trying to only focus on the body. I go to the gym, I work out, I work out, I work out. However, my belief is this doesn't work. I'm never going to get results. I'm never going to lose, lose the weight. I'm never going to build the muscle. Your body is not going to give you the results that you want. Yeah. Right? So it starts with having this idea of knowing that my thoughts will produce my belief, which will produce my actions. And if we can focus on all three areas, then we can achieve the fullness of health. Because mm, I always believe when people come up to me, I'm not a coach or anything. So I just say how oh, I believe myself. When people come up to me and say, I believe I'm fat, I'm thinking, no, you're not. Mm -hmm. And I try and still into them that they're not fat because I believe they are That's not right. fat. That's and, right. and uh, you know, it takes a lot for me to convince that person. And, yeah. you know, I believe that person can believe in themselves as well. And I want them to believe in themselves a lot. That's right. Yeah, and that's wonderful. So that's why I keep saying when they say I'm fat, I'm like, no, not. Yes, I am. Right. No, I'm not. <laughs> so it keeps yeah. going and going. Yeah. But <laughs> the fact is, I want that fact to be drilled in so much because I believe in that person so much. That's right. That's lovely. That's wonderful. And that's that's very important, right? What we speak as we listen is what we believe. So if today we find ourselves in a state of life that we're not happy with and a person that we're not happy with, well, the first things we can start to do to start leading us to a direction of a better life is to look at how am I speaking about myself and what am I thinking about myself? Because these words, as I speak them, they seem as if they're just words. But as we listen to them, literally, we start to believe it because it comes through hearing we, the more we hear it it's like it's like a kid and they've and they've actually done experiments with this with living organisms like seeds and plants where one they spoke death you're a dumb plant you suck you're this you're that and then they spoke life to this other plant and in the formation of that in the growing of that there was a significant difference because our words will impact our identity. Yeah. So today, it's important to reevaluate what do I think about myself? Because those thoughts are going to create beliefs about myself. And how am I, am I reaffirming those by the words I'm speaking? Because if that's the case, then these are very simple ways that we can start addressing a root cause or a root component that needs to change in order to adopt the life that we desire yes so going forward into the future how do you think people's perceptions will be about their own self do you think it'll be better do you think it'll be worse that's a loaded question because i think it all depends on the person right i think if we rely on society or we rely on environments or external things to dictate for that for us we're a lost cause because everything around us is not going is not what advocates for our own health the one that does is us 
We have that responsibility. Health is our responsibility. And the CDC did a study and they found out that 75% of most of all health diseases could be avoided if a person had chosen health as their responsible choice. So it's not going to change until the person decides to change it for themselves, that they understand the value of what their health is, that they understand the value of what their life is. Because let's be real. Let's look at it. What are the probabilities of being born a human? One in 400 trillion. That's Mm -hmm. an incredible gift. So the value of your life is exponential. It has a lot of worth. But it's up to us to be able to see that, to understand that. And I get it. There might be situations that that speak negatively of that, right? Maybe you've gone through traumas. Maybe you've gone through abuse. Maybe you've gone through things that make you feel worthless, that make you feel like you have no value. But those situations do not define who you are unless you allow them to. Yeah. What defines who you are is what you choose to believe and what you choose to live as. Okay, so um, to summarize and to get people to get in contact, how do people get in contact with you? I know you showed various links on your bio that you sent me on TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, podcast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like me Quite on big. most platforms. So, <laughs> how, can, how can people find your just generally if they wanted to get in contact? Very simple. I've made it as simple as I could across the board. You can find me on all social media platforms LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube under the same handle name, and that's at Dave K Hernandez. That's at D A V E K. H-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z. You can find me there very simply. And you can also listen to my podcast on all streaming platforms under Listen, You're Not Defeated. Listen, You're Not Defeated. And also, if you put in my name, David Hernandez, you can uh, pull me up there. And so I'll make websites, sure. Yeah, websites, davidhernandez.co.co. Okay. okay i'll make sure i put all the links in the description for both places podcast as well as on youtube um so the last thing what would you say for future people listening back at this and thinking what can i do to change myself what you can do to change yourself right now is to evaluate how are you thinking or what do you think of yourself as what do you think you are What do you think about your life, about yourself? Because based on what you think is what you're going to believe. And based on that belief is what you're going to do. So today, reevaluate your thoughts. And if the thoughts aren't according to who you want to be and how you want to live, well, we can simply start making changes by deciding who you want to be. And in that, the first thing we start doing is start confessing that. Start speaking that new person or that new life every single moment of your life. And that comes into the I am statement. I am healthy. I am successful. I am a good mother. I am 
a successful entrepreneur, whatever that is for you. Because as we now hear this new identity, this new, uh, this new belief, that will start to change who we are and lead us into the actions that we truly desire in our life. David Hernandez, thank you for sharing your journey with us today. It's an honor. Thank you for having me, my friend. Thank you. That was The Journey, hosted by Wise Words Imaging, hosted by David Hackett. Be sure to like, subscribe and listen to another journey coming soon.